Imagine yourself dancing madly to the wild poundings of drums, the chaotic crash of cymbals, and raising a gleaming blade high above your head, enthralled among the undulating bodies of frenzied worshippers, you lower the knife and remove your genitalia. Catullus 63 tells just this story, the story of the Greek youth Attis, who becomes a devotee of the goddess Kybele, and emasculates himself in the thrall of religious fervor. Attis sails from Greece to Phrygia, or modern-day Turkey, with a group of friends so that he can join the cult of this mother goddess, famed for the ecstatic frenzies of her worshippers. When Attis gives up his masculinity to the goddess, he becomes what is known as a gallus, or a priest of Kybele, for whom emasculation was a requirement. Catullus' poetry notifies the readers of the significant shift by changing the gender of the pronouns he uses when he refers to Attis, even at one point calling him a counterfeit woman. Fully under the spell of the goddess Mental Fog, Attis calls his companions to join him, and extols them to follow him deep into the woods around Mount Ida, an area of Phrygia said to be Kybele's sacred place. They ascend, and in the woods on the mountain celebrate the goddess with cymbals and drums, sacred instruments used by the Galli in ritual worship of Kybele. Historically, the Romans had developed the useful tradition of importing gods when they felt the need for them, and in 204 BCE, during the last stages of the Roman war with Hannibal, the Carthaginian general, the Roman government sent a body of legates to Phrygia to bring back a relic of the goddess and her priests for worship in Rome. Mythologically, Attis is also central to practices of Sibele worship. Ecstatic religious frenzy, self-flagellation, and tenets requiring all priests of Sibele to emasculate themselves. Catullus' poem is written in an unusual meter known as Galliambic, named after the Galli priests who used it to chant their hymns. The meter itself is frantically paced, mimicking the religious frenzy of the worshippers. Listen to the Latin reading for the marked four short syllables that end every line, and you'll also be able to hear the instruments the Galli used to worship Kybele, the kimbalum, or cymbals, and the tympanum, or tympani, the drums. You'll hear the goddess name, Kybele, alternatively titled Kybebe, and near the end of the reading, Catullus employs a stylistic feature called anaphora, the repetition of certain words. There will be a section of lines all beginning with the word ubi, which translates to when or where, as Catullus describes various aspects of Kybele's worship ceremonies. Unlike the traditional image of Latin poetry, depicted as rather sonorous, ritualized, and stately, Catullus captures here the essence of that frenzied mental state, such as would grip Attis during his emasculation, a passionate loss of self in the wild rhythms of the drums. In translation, the first thirty lines of this poem read, Attis, flying across the deep sea in a storm-tossed ship, arrived with delight at the Phrygian forest, his foot longing for the dark earth, and blasted with ecstasy of passion, his mind shrouded in fog, he plucked out the weight of his genitals with a sharp stone. As he felt his manless remains staining the soil of earth with fresh blood, the now swift-footed woman snatched a light drum with her snow-white hands. Your drum, Kibele, mother, your right, and shaking the hollow hide of a bull with soft fingers, she trembling began to sing these things to her friends. Come to the heights, Galli, together come to Kibele's forest. Follow me, wandering herd of the Dindemian mistresses, you as exiles seeking foreign places, my companions, followers of my sect, with me as your leader, you who endured the swift wave and the monstrosities of the sea, emasculated the body of Venus in engulfing wrath. Praise the mistress's mind with your own hazy furor. 
Let dragging delays depart from your mind. With me, then, we travel, to the Phrygian house of Kibele, to the Phrygian forest of the goddess, where the voice of the cymbal sounds, where the drums resound, where the Phrygian piper sings with a low, curved reed flute, where the maenads shake their ivy-colored heads with force, where they brandish their sacredness with sharp trills, while you, raving company, caper madly across the sacred place of the goddess. It is fitting. We hurry to the swift, three-step dance. As Addis, the counterfeit woman, chanted these things to her friends, the troop intoned suddenly with trembling lips, the light drum echoed, the sharp cymbals crashed, and she came swiftly to green Ida with hurried step. And now in Latin. Super alto vectus atis, celeri rate maria, frigiut nimus citato, cupide pete tetigit, ad it quo pagasiluis, redimita locade ai. Stimulatus ibi furenti rabie vagus animis. De vulsit illacuto sibi pondera silicae. Et acut relicta sensit sibi membra sine viro. Et iam recenta terrae sola sanguine maculans. Neve iscetate capet manibus leve tympanum. Tympanum tuum cebebe tua mater initia. Quati ens ceterga tauri teneris cava digitis canareixuvis adortest tremibunda comitibus. Agitet ad alta galae, cibales nemorasimul, simul ite din diminae dominae vaga pecora. Aliena quae patentes velut exules loca, sectam me executae duce me mihi comites. Rapidum salum tulistis truculentaque pelagi, et corpus e virastis veneris nimiodio, hilaraterae citatis erroribus animo. Muratardamente cedat simul ite sequimini, frigiad dumum cibebes, frigiad nemoradeae. Ubi cimbalum sonatvox, ubi timpana reboant, tibi ken ubi canitfrix caruo grave calamo, ubi capita maina desui, iaciunt hederigarae. Ubi sacra sancta cutis ululatibus agitant, ubi suevit illa divae valetare vaga cohoris, quo nos decet citatis celerare trapudiis. Simul haec comitibus atis cecinit notha mulier. Fiasus repente linguis trabidantibus ululat. Leve tympanum remugit cava cimbala recrapant. Viridem citus edit idam, praparante pedecoros.